This is Y-Tune Shuffle. Y-Tune Shuffle, it's the music that informs our lives. The rules here are that there are no rules other than just bring in your music, mm. hit play. We- and then we get to pick your brain about why those songs. Save a horse, ride a cowboy! But we just like to go, and you'd have a drink, and you go karaoke. You know, pretty soon we were going every day of the week but Tuesday. Really? Every night, without fail, that song had to be done by someone. Welcome to Y-Tune's Shuffle, a celebration of the music that inspires our lives. With your host, comedian and radio personality Maggie Mayfield, and Hollywood's secret weapon, David Earl Waterman. This is Y-Tune's Shuffle. Let's do it. Let's have a show. Yeah, have a show. Let's cool. do it. This is called Y-Tune Shuffle. I'm so glad that you're with us today. My name is Maggie Mayfield, your host, and with my co-host, a.k.a. Hollywood Secret Weapon, his name is David Earl Waterman. Well, yeah. hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and recording with us on this very gloomy but gorgeously cool Sunday morning, yeah. Monique Wyatt. Hello, mm-hmm. hello, hello. Thank you so much for being here. Thank now, you. you're a comedian and a writer and a mom, and th- is there anything that you don't do? <laughs> Sing. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. That's why we have the show, because we let the professionals do it for us. Yeah, I want to be able to sing, and I just never been able to get that, you know? I like, and people ask, because of my voice is so, like, different, they're like, can you sing? I have a hard enough time trying to talk. Like, I can't (laughs) carry a note to save my life, but I love to try. I just. Yeah. Your shower heads heard a lot of things. Oh, yes. yes, Steering wheel. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) I was in this, um, like, group home kind of place, and these women, I was singing in the shower, and one of them came and knocked on the door, and they said, we've taken a group conscience that you can no longer (gasps) sing in the shower. Oh, no. (laughs) That's not supportive on any level. I couldn't blame them, though. I couldn't blame them. It wasn't the first time I've heard that. You know what, though? Like... Please don't sing. I feel like when you hear someone singing or humming, you're like, they are in a really good place. You oh, know, they like care. they're just feeling good, right? Mm-hmm. So when someone's singing and like you're having a great day, and they're like, no, we're gonna squash her day. <laughs> That's what they're doing. Well, the thing is, is that I was having a great time, but 14 other women's day was getting ruined oh. because I was in there doing that really loudly. And well, tell them to go downstairs. <laughs> Why are they standing around the bathroom door? Yeah, now that was weird. That's yeah. right. <laughs> That's the question. That's the main question. (laughs) So what's your story, Monique? Where are you from? Where did you grow up? I'm here and there. I'm from Chicago. I was born in Chicago. I moved out here to the Valley when I was about four years old. Went back to Chicago for a few years. Came back to the Valley. Um, Then I had an incident where I got kicked out of the L.A. Unified School District. Mm. That was awesome. Which school? Lawrence. Lawrence Junior High. Where's Lawrence at? It's in Chatsworth. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I, I bet I worked at a lot of them. I just yeah, didn't, okay. So you yeah, I shot Lawrence. somebody with a BB gun. And Is that all? Yeah, you know they <laughs> they they super overreacted. You know, uh-huh. really overreacted. <laughs> but um, then we moved to San Diego, and so I was oh, in wow. San Diego for seven years. Um, and then I went back to Chicago to visit. Um, and I met my husband on oh, that wow. visit, and so then I went back to San Diego, packed up my stuff, and two weeks later. I was in Chicago for the next 13 years. You knew. You met him and you knew. I did. Wow. I did. It was one of those things. It was really, really one of those things. How'd you meet? At a club. Mm. At a small little club in Chicago on the west side. Um, And he was walking by. He asked to buy me a drink. I said, no, I have enough. And at that time, I was like super hot, like really hot. So I had all these guys already trying to talk (laughs) to me. I was a new face in the bar, you know. Um, And he walked up and... Then he said, come take a picture with me. 
So I went to take this picture with him. And it was weird because as I'm walking up, some girl from his neighborhood yells out, oh, shit, Alan found his next baby mama. Oh. And, yeah, you know, kids later. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird though but um from that from that moment yeah i knew wow that's what they say you know like you when you know you know and and i'm a serial dater we had a guest a couple weeks ago calling me a serial killer over and over again i still haven't gotten over it. but I, i'm a serial dater and and but time and time again everyone that's in a relationship that stands the test of time you know uh you know yeah 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 it's one of those things. We've been together. Um, it'll be 17 years in February. No way. Yeah. You look like you're 30. No. <laughs> <laughs> and for the record, you're still hot. Thank you. Yes. Thank you very much. So Chicago born and then come out to the Los Angeles area, San Fernando Valley. That that move happened after high school or that? No, that happened at four years old. Oh, at four years old. Yes, at okay. four years old. My so, mother came here and... Um, she it was like a reverse story. She fell in love. Oh, okay. And then we moved out, and she got married, and everything like that. Um, and we were here. So it was you, but, brothers and sisters. No, it was just me. It mm-hmm. was my, my mom was a single mom at that time. It was just me. She came out. She met my my dad. I never say step. He's my dad. Yeah. Right, right. And um, they got married, and then sisters came into the picture. Uh, <laughs> interlopers. <laughs> interlopers showed up. Shattered everything. <laughs> Okay. I mean, do you have a preference between Chicago and Los Angeles? The reason I ask, I'm from the East Coast. I'm from Syracuse, Ithaca area, and upstate New York, which is kind of similar. Once you get out of New York City, then you're in the Midwest, really. Okay. Yeah, so I'm now now beginning to start myself to consider possibly going, because I have a house back in Syracuse, you know, my mom and I bought, Mm -hmm. and I'm broke. So I might want to go back. <laughs> it's expensive here. It's way expensive. It's very, very expensive here. In Los Angeles. Oh, um, my God. But I feel better with my kids being here. Oh, okay. I'm really, really grateful that they're not in Chicago right now. Um, I love Chicago. I love all my family there, but it just, um, it was taking me down fast, you know? And I love that my kids are now being able to experience diversity different foods, different activities. They can go to the park and I don't have to worry about them getting shot. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, my daughter, she can go on prom and I'm not stressing on if she's getting drugged or things like this. I mean, not saying that it doesn't happen everywhere, Mm -hmm. but Chicago is pretty rough. It's pretty rough. So Los Angeles for here and now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Me too. Maggie, you're staying, right? No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, not forever. It's expensive here. It and I'm like a mountain river kid, not, yeah. not a beach kid. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that, that's what I want to explore is going inland a little bit in California. See, yeah. and that's one of the things I don't like about California is all the animals. Like I was in Silmar and a, a horse, a somebody ho- riding a horse down the street. <laughs> I, I could not believe that there were peacocks in the backyard. <gasps> I'm from Chicago. That's just stuff uh, I couldn't. Isn't that amazing, though? Like, right now we're in downtown Burbank. I mean, we're basically on the cusp of the city of Los Angeles. I live in Pacoima, so which is right one stop out of Silmar. And if you're not familiar with the location, you haven't been listening in, say, Germany or Asia right now, which we do have some <laughs> listeners around that area. 
we're in the deep country wilderness, yes. less than 15 minutes outside of downtown Los Angeles. We have maybe disrespected 20 yeah. these animals' land. No, yes. What's well, so interesting, <laughs> I used to live here in Burbank, I mean, literally a mile up the street, and my running route through these neighborhoods, you would see, it was regular to see people on their horses. Like, there are signs. They That's have, right. like, an entire cafe meant for people that want to ride their horse to the cafe, tie yeah. up their horse, grab a cup of coffee, and then ride wherever. Like, you know, all the work and the sweat that our ancestors put into making cars. <laughs> Turn around and ride your horse to this cafe. It's just so disrespectful. What do they you know, know what's that trippier we don't know? to me is like the coyotes that you see that get off the mountain and all of a sudden like cross in front of you. You're like, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. You're bigger than I thought you'd be. And they were walking in people's homes a, a while back. And what? They had, it was like a drought, a really bad drought. <gasps> they were walking in people's homes and stealing their small animals. Mm-hmm. Like taking dogs, well, not stealing, but eating. They were taking their. It's small a drought, animals. so they're thirsty, but they're gonna eat the animals. Mm-hmm. Well, things were dying. Bye, meow, meow. You know? yeah. a lot of things were dying off, and they were going. They were in a Great Depression, basically. The coyotes were. In the great <laughs> and we got the, mountain the lions. The Dust Bowl of 2018. The, yeah, the, 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 it's coming. There's, there's don't get, don't get my conspiracy <laughs> theories going right now because it's come. But mountain lions. And yeah. The, oh the, yeah. My yeah. favorite thing about the animals in this part of the country is the is the parrots. Oh God, no! You, the, just the fact that we have flocks and flocks and flocks of parrots, so exotic loud. birds. Yeah. Totally, and you know that they came from as pets and people let them go or they lost them and stuff and flocks and now they have bred like crazy and Mm -hmm. they're very loud and disrupt saturday morning so it's monique and alan and two kids three three kids three and they are darylin alana Mm -hmm. and alan the third my father's name is daryl is daryl lynn i've never heard the name daryl lynn before is that after uh it's after my mother okay yes was she daryl lynn also she's daryl lynn and it wasn't after her father what it was is my grandmother and my grandmother's sister were pregnant at the same time oh okay my grandmother's sister was having a boy my grandma was having a boy a girl Uh she named him daryl my grandmother named my mother daryl lynn so they're like twin cousins that's awesome that was the the deal behind that yeah. All residing then, in beautiful silver. And we have two other children. Um, you know, we've been together 17 years. Mm-hmm. Akara and Alexandria, they live in Chicago. Okay. And from that is two grandbabies. Wow. Ashton and Anaya, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I like the alliteration in the family. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> the A's. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, shall we dive into some music? Here we go. Before Let's we do, I just want to remind you, David, that you have... At any time, you can say, I want to drop a Y-Tunes nugget. Uh, nugget. So yeah. I've researched all the songs that Monique has brought in with her today, and uh, we'll post those up in the blog so you can click to a link later. Do I, quick question. Do I have a limit as to how many nuggets I can drop? No. Don't be overzealous with it. Yeah. Here and there, because the fans will be able to see it on the web. Yeah. Uh, on, on the, okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. You know what? Let's do whatever you want. It's Monique's But show. just don't forget. I just always don't forget, forget to drop the special <laughs> nugget. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Song number one. Go there. Let's well, go there. Well, it's so big there. right now. It just gets you so hyped up. Yeah, like crazy. Your butt is mine. Okay, you're right. Just show your face. Roll daylight. I'm telling you. I can't say anything negative about this artist. Yeah. <laughs> 
you're getting ready for an interview, you know, anything that you're a little fearful of. Even today, I was riding here like, yeah, bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's a shuffle. That's a Y-tune shuffle. Oh, that's so great. What Do you remember when you heard this for the first time or how you discovered Michael Jackson? I don't remember. I just, I know that I was young. Uh-huh. I know that I was really young and um, I would get in trouble a lot because I was a girl and... This video in particular was when he really started doing the crotch movement. Yep. <laughs> and that was that this was like changed it his for look me. for him, yeah. Oh, that was it. And so I was at a wedding, actually. I was at my aunt's wedding. And I'm little, I'm supposed to be a flower girl. <laughs> and next thing the song came on and I was on the dance floor with my hand in my dress, you know. <laughs> Thrust, you know what I mean? Crotch Monique thrusting. was just thrusting. Just for you. Oh my gosh, my mom lost her mind. It was it was crazy. And then again, when I was 16, they were having like some Michael Jackson marathon on TV. My mom had this um, glass table in her living room. It was like half wood, half glass. Mm-hmm. And I was in there and I'm jamming to the music. And all of a sudden, every good sense I ever had went out the window. And something told me to jump up on her table. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> Start kicking and grabbing my crotch, and you, you know, broke that table, do, didn't you? I didn't break it, but my mom almost broke my ass. Like, uh. she walked in dead on the table, and I'm, yeah, nah, nah, get off my table. Like, it was, a, it was a thing, but I was, I was in the zone, man. Michael has always gotten me there. There's so many of his songs that have gotten me through, gotten me happy. Um, I colored a Michael Jackson, like, you colored, what do you mean? Um, I was in a program, and part of it was journaling, and we had to color our world in the journal, and I hated it. I hated coloring. And what got me through was I would put my headphones on and listen to Michael Jackson. Mm -hmm. And it was like listening to his music gave color to my world. Mm. Wow. And I was able to color and, you know, and get really creative with it listening to his music. Wow. So why this song? Why bad? Why did you pick this one? Because it gets me pumped up. Mm-hmm. It gets me really charged up. Um, I can tend to think kind of down about myself, you know. But when I want to, I can put on this music, this song, and mm-hmm. just, I'm bad. I'm mm-hmm. bad. It's like a, it's a feeling that, that comes oxygen. in. Music yeah, is it's oxygen. Music is oxygen. And, and there's a, a lot of, uh, most people arguably enjoy music, and they're moved by it, and they're affected by it. Some people are overwhelmed by it, and mm-hmm. Michael Jackson has that ability to overwhelm a person to get up on a table and start yes. grabbing their crotch the- and dancing. <laughs> <laughs> which I get, which is why we do this show. Maggie mm-hmm. and I got the same problem. Yeah, and it's, it's attached to so many good memories for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, from being young and listening to him, he's, you know, that that whole album, mm-hmm. that whole bad album was an escape for me for so long. But, you know, with anything, it was an escape to listen to that album. And, yeah, so that was, that's that's my guy. I love who was your who's like your best friend in high school? My best friend in high school? Mm-hmm. Oh god. Um I someone that you would have like shared music with. Or around that age. Yeah. Yeah. Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her name was Felicia. Brings I have a, a best friend things. that I had since I was eight. We're still really close, but we didn't go to high school together. Her name's Pam, but Felicia. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, me and Felicia would listen to songs, we would dance around, we would laugh. <clears throat> and do you guys do like sleepovers or like what what was your thing what did you guys do <laughs> smoked weed yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was me and felicia yeah. and then um <laughs> i also have a best friend she lives right up here too monique 
Monique, um, I had a double bypass heart surgery. Oh my god! When I was thirteen, yeah. And Monique would come to my house every day. She had just really met me right before the surgery. But she would come to my house every day. We would play music. We would sing and stuff like that because I really couldn't do much. And so basically her whole summer was spent with me in my house. And my Mm. dad was like a music fanatic. Oh. I mean, and that was when Tower Records was around. Yeah. Yeah. So On Sunset Boulevard. Yes. He would have every single, like artists that you never even heard of, or artists when they first came out, you know? Yeah. Like I have Usher's first CD. Wow, yeah. Tanya Blunt and all this music. So we would be in there jamming, man. Ah, that's so cool. Yeah. How amazing that this person that you just met decided to spend her summer it was hanging out. It was. Yeah. And we've been friends now um 24 years. Wow. Yeah. I was just over her house a couple of weekends ago. Yeah. And all through I mean all through my moves from San Diego to Chicago to back here like we would lose contact and then some way or another, you know, we would get back in contact. I had lost all my contacts and ran into her uncle. You know, it's just she's like a soulmate friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. your soul buddy. Yeah, my soul buddy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Her name's Monique. No, that is so cool. <laughs> that is so cool. My sister's name is Felicia. Oh, nice. yeah. <laughs> so when you said that, I was like, oh, she's gonna be really cool too. Yeah, yeah. Felicia was. Cause I haven't talked to Felicia in years. Like, we always all the way lost contact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Monique has always come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, Pam, what about Pam? Pam too. She okay. always comes back. Me and Pam have been friends since we were eight years old. Out here. She's actually in um, Lancaster. She's in Lancaster, okay. Yes, but I can call Close Pam. Enough. I can go see Pam. She was here for my daughter's birthday. Um, she drove down, you know, to be there with me. So cool. Yeah. I love that. And that's Michael Jackson bad for you. Yes. <sighs> I love it. Off to a great start. All right, mm-hmm. let's do song number two. together but um i don't know one day it was on the radio and it just it just made sense it was like when i'm with you and the part of this is in the song he says um when i'm with you people do stop and stare and smile at us mm-hmm. and i think we were just really full of ourselves <laughs> at that age like you know we thought everybody <laughs> I love Monique's sharp turns. That's why I love her comedy. Monique makes sharp turns. You never know. No. um, We thought everybody wanted what we had, you know? Everybody was was loving this. 
But um, they, we do. Just, they do. They do. You know, we were just kind of full of ourselves. But now <laughs> it it's just one of those songs that um that touches our heart. Mm-hmm. You know, mine probably more than his because every time I say this song, he's like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "You don't remember? This was a <laughs> moment for us." You know, he doesn't. But then yeah, when I played, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the dance you guys, did you have a, like a formal wedding, a ceremony, stuff like that? No. Okay. No. Would this have been your first dance song though, you think? Yes. It would have been. It would have been. Yeah. We never got legally married because I have um, issues. (laughs) (laughs) Do you? Really? Yeah. I just, you know, it's going to be hard for me to have somebody like papers on me. You know what I mean? Like you're mine. Well, that's this whole, I mean, this whole country, if not Everybody the world. Everybody wants every, it. For but, what? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking that you're more common than uncommon with the sort of independent, <laughs> we can be together. Yeah. And, and, you know, I'm stuck between old school and new school. And so, hence I mean, we're going to do it, you know. I mean, For the 20 year. Yeah. Just a reception. Something, a party. You know, yeah. oh, definitely not in a big wedding. It's, it's enough already. Everybody's <laughs> over it. But um, gratitude but yeah. ceremony. Yeah, <clears throat> gratitude ceremony. I like That'd that. That'd be nice, huh? Yeah, I'll I like come. That a lot. I'll Good. DJ. Maggie will perform. All right. <laughs> gratitude ceremony. Yeah, that is really cool, David. What mm-hmm. a neat little thought. It's from God's think to my drink yeah. to. I don't know. I'm, I'm just gonna saying take that. it and say I made it. So just so you. Know. <laughs> oh, it's on the radio. Everybody knows it's yours. I know Damn where you me. live. I see you around. <laughs> you I got lawyers. So try. Go ahead. Go, <laughs> go ahead. Try. <laughs> I've been in this business twice as long as yeah. That. <laughs> it's gonna be um, yeah. I mean, we'll do it. You know. But this this particular like a, a good ballad, a good lyrical, really smooth song takes me to spring on the East Coast. Yeah, you know because I like Rose Royce, Evelyn Champagne King. Um, you know, just even some country stuff that like always I would remember like my head when I heard this song. The leaves hadn't really started coming out, but it was warm enough for shorts and a sweatshirt. And yeah. on the East Coast, also flip-flops at like 50 degrees, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, of course. And it just really has an awakening kind of feeling. And it, it's really sad. You know, I thought he was a great artist in that song. You know, it was he was a one-hit wonder. Mm-hmm. But oh. um, his that song was just beautiful. And mm-hmm. I didn't think that it got the publicity or what have you that it should have. But the words, the melody, his tone, you know, the smoothness of mm-hmm. it, it's really a It took song. me a few minutes, or like a few beats, I'm like, and then I, I remembered it. But it's probably been 10, 10 years since I've heard that song. Yeah. Yeah. That was my first time. Really? Mm-hmm. So you thank you for introducing. Rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he's not exactly a one-hit wonder. I do remember from the Wide Tunes Nuggets that he actually got into Broadway and wound up touring. And he played the Tin Man. In the recent touring of The Wiz. Oh, really? Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. So good. he's busy. He's working. That's how Tony Terry. See, see, the show business sometimes it's like the banner. Mm-hmm. We want to see the banner, but people work and work and work They're and work. That's going. a great nugget. Mm-hmm. That's a Y Tunes nugget. <laughs> <laughs> that's called preparation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's good to know. I did see him in a play a while years ago, but it was still. Did you know, really? He was pretty. Yeah. Tony he was pro- Terry still pretty famous back then mm. but yes that's good good now i have to go to broadway yeah, glad, right. glad he's working anyway so right. <laughs> trying to get an audition these days or you can sponsor the show and email us at ytuneshuffle at gmail.com why not just saying <laughs> <laughs> all right monique song number three you were bad 
girl and your friends bad too. Oh, you got the swag, so she drippin' swag goo. You a bad girl and your friends bad too. Oh, you got the swag, so she drippin' swag goo. I've never heard this. This is this is like a sexy girl. What does that mean? That's just sexy. Is this on your like making love list? You know, like your playlist? No, like, come on, baby, we're gonna do it tonight. Yeah, kind of, but it's me getting ready for him to come home. Oh, you know what I mean? okay. it's like, yeah. Mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice change because I, I thought it was going to get harder and harder and harder that she swoops in and just kind of almost like a fairy princess, you know? Yeah. yeah. Do you know the voice, David? Can you figure it out? Give it me. Give it. Give me some. Oh, it's just a beautiful voice. I can't place it, though. This was Queen B. Queen B. That's Beyonce. That's Beyonce. That's Beyonce. Of course. Well, <laughs> my, my nieces will. Hate me again. Yeah. Yeah. You're in big She's trouble. Got, oh, my queen bee. Yeah, yeah, Beyonce, all around, wonderful. Where's Have you it? ever seen her live? No. I think she's coming. She'll be here in September at the Rose Bowl. Let's go. I don't oh, like She's concerts. on my bucket list. What? Well, this is, a, this is another shark. Okay. <laughs> the last concert I went to, it was um, Alicia Key. It was like this big Valentine's Day concert. It was Tina Marie, mm-hmm. um, Alicia Keys, Keith Sweat. It was this big deal, and um, and I don't know. It, I was tired. I was hot. It was loud. It was people <laughs> like everywhere, and I'm loud, like, I just people. I'm not into the concert thing. That's all right. I feel like I missed the music trying to watch all this other stuff, and then you got everything live streaming now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would go if you know the opportunity. Just like here you go. Yeah. All right, but for me to be a like thing. Mm-hmm. No, I don't care for concerts. I, I, I'm the weird. same way. I went a lot in high school and and braved the front rows, and and it was the whole event in high school. It tapered off in college. I worked at a live music club, so I was seeing live music all the time. Mm-hmm. But I really do appreciate the the last row, or even outside the Hollywood Bowl, <laughs> and just you know, you hearing the music or at the Greek theater. You know, you're mm-hmm. out in the park and you're just in a parking lot or whatever. But yeah, the crowds can be a little bit distracting yeah. for me too, for sure. So this is your, I'm trying to get ready, trying to get in the mood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this song actually, um, this song in particular, it was my cousin's birthday, and we were going to, she had rented a party bus and all this stuff, and <laughs> it was like me and all my aunts and my cousins, and it was just a fun, fun night. And I'm kind of estranged from some of my family now, but that was the last time that we were all together just having a good time, and I remember that song came on, and it was like a universal just, hey! Yeah. And, you know, we were all on the party bus just jamming. So that song has a special place also. But yes, it is a very sexy song. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of, you can do a lot to it. You can get sexy. You can feel like you're the shit. You can, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, just ride to it. You can mellow out. Mm-hmm. It, it it goes a lot of different directions. Mm-hmm. And I'm a lot of different directions. So. Yes. In the most amazing way possible, though. <laughs> and no matter which direction, you can embrace mm-hmm. the music. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what we hope with this show, too, is that people that might not have really thought that they had the permission to go ahead and embrace a song and take it on as their own and feel it from head to toe. Yeah. It seems like you've got that illness. I yeah. do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Song number four. 
This one surprised me. Wait a minute, man. You mispronounced my name. You didn't wait for all the information before you turned me away. Mm. Wait a minute, sir. Alanis Morissette. Alanis Morissette. I got a, I, I got a, I got a secret weapon story with Alanis Morissette. Oh, I can't Ooh. wait. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you said it with so much enthusiasm. I can't wait. Drop it. I went to a party at her house one time. Oh, what? yeah. I was dragged along with some of my Hollywood friends, oh, and she amazing. was cool. It was probably 20 years ago. Wow. Yeah, way out sunset near toward the Palisades. Oh, my yeah. And she was so laid back. It was like a yeah. Hollywood dream come true kind of thing. A big half-empty mansion, and just all these cool people. Yeah. Was Dave Coulier there? I don't. Hmm. I you was, were not interested in that. No, the Humboldt Gold took a priority. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. But, so why this song? How did this make it in your yeah. top five? Um. First of all, that whole album, oh, Jagged so Little good. Pill. Right. Loved it. Yeah. Amazing. Loved it. Loved Amazing. it. Loved it. Played it over and over again. I had it in my adulthood, and then I had a party, and everybody like made fun of me because I liked Alanis Morissette. You what? Know? Like, yeah, you're black. You can't like Alanis. Yes, I can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But somebody stole it, so I knew there was a closeted Alanis lover, mm-hmm. you know, over there, <laughs> because my my CD came up missing. But this song is like, you know, she's kind of just speaking for all those people that get judged right away. Yeah, you know, like I see you. Yeah, I know what you're doing here. I I know that you're just looking at me and you're thinking of me a certain way, and you don't even know me. Yeah, you know, but I I see right through you. Where you think you know everything, you don't, and it's just it's so empowering. Yeah, you know, and I love that part when she says, "You took me out to wine dine '69, me. me, but didn't hear a damn, damn word I said." Yep, oh, you know, I never and, really paid attention to that. Yeah, there. you got to yeah. listen to the words. Yeah, it's powerful. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's powerful. It's a power letter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It's a power letter. It's so funny. I remember revisiting this album not too long ago. This came out when I was a very angsty teenager, about 14, 15. My parents mm-hmm. had just split up. So this was a really important album for me um, in the sense that it it was me discovering music for myself for the really for the first time. And uh, and I remember thinking then like how hard it was, you know, like how badass it was. And now revisiting it 25 years later, I'm like, no, it's actually... You know, it's not as alternative and hard and edgy as I thought. She's just, hey, I have got something to say. It was just very, it was more vulnerable as yes, you, as you it said. It was. It yeah. was a very vulnerable album. And you, I was the same age, you know, mm-hmm. and that was the time where I started um, doing more theater and stuff like that. I was with a tour group. It was called Images. It was through Planned Parenthood mm-hmm. Theater for Young Hearts and Minds, and we used to tour around San Diego, and we would put on shows for. Um, like domestic violence and wow. um, sexual abuse, male responsibility, STD awareness, HIV AIDS awareness. And we wrote our own scripts and we performed and everything. It was a hard audition, but I did that. And I was in that time wow. that I was doing this kind of stuff. And that album came out. And I just remember kind of growing into my own, like I wasn't in this box anymore of, right. you know, what society kind of, 
thought I was going to be. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that program and this album kind of brought me out of that. I was watching The Craft like every day, that movie. <laughs> oh, my gosh, I love that movie. You know, so it great. was my Alanis Morissette craft, kind of eclectic, doing different things, hanging out with different people. It was my first time going to Pride. Mm-hmm. It was around that same time. And you were living in San Diego. I was living in San Diego, mm-hmm. yeah. What, what, what? did you think society was expecting you to be on a personal level? On a personal level, I just thought that they um, expected me to be teenage pregnant, mm-hmm. um, loud, obnoxious, listening to rap music, wearing all the you know blow pops in my head and big baggy jeans and stuff like that, or tight little dresses and um, not expecting me to have a dad in my home. you know. So you were really conscious of that. That yes. whole yeah, stigma, that whole idea, yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. I was. Mm-hmm. I really was, and I had a few teachers. Well, I had a few teachers that said certain things and did certain things. Like one teacher, he had put up on the board the amount of money we were likely to make based on our race. What? Yeah. What was his race? Just out of curiosity. I believe he was Jewish. Okay. I, I'm, you know, I'm mm-hmm. just picturing his face and everything. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, he had put that up and it was like, well, I'm just educating you guys on what you need to be doing. And I was pissed. First of all, I was arrogant at the time. And I said, I don't need to know any of this. I'm going to be famous. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I really thought that's like, screw you. But um, but it was that kind of stuff. Um, at the same time, I was in school in San Diego and we had some vandalizers come in and like draw swastikas oh, and no. stuff like that on the um, football field on the bleachers. Um, a few of my classmates ended up on a Jenny Jones show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. That that show they were they were in school with me, and I had no idea they were like that. Yeah. So it was it was all at that same time, and then so you have all this stuff going on, and I'm me. You know, I never want to be put in that kind of box. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm myself. Mm-hmm. I love people. I love everybody, and I love all kinds of different music. That was one of the great things with my dad having so much music. Mm-hmm. And also my great grandmother, um, <clears throat> my great grandmother, she was Sioux Indian and Irish mm-hmm. and black. And she would just always educate us on diversity and different races. And my mom, she made it a point to take us out to different restaurants and try new foods and things like that. So I just my family really didn't allow me to be put in that box of society or anything. Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> a very cultured upbringing. Yes. Yeah. Very. And, and and it's like when my half sister was born, we would refer to her as biracial. You know, that's how we kind of all figured it out in my very blended and mixed family. Mm-hmm. And and now it's like we we make a joke. Now it's the new normal. Yeah, <laughs> you <is>. know. So <laughs> there's there slowly but surely, despite the news, things are getting better. It's still rough and bouncy, but I think it's that kind of you know fortune we have when we have people in our family that want to culture us. Yes, that's amazing. Yeah. Yes, cool. I like your mom. I like your family. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Sad to say it. Song number five. Strong will be an understatement Warrior 
Monique is lost yeah. for a minute. <laughs> um, so this song, I love the show Empire, but one day uh, my children were away from me for a long time, and my oldest daughter just came back, um, and I have them all now, but at the time I was trying to get my other two, and I was going through some stuff, and my oldest daughter, and I'm like in the room, and I'm bawling, crying, and you know, it was a very difficult time. And my oldest daughter came in the room with her phone and she was like playing this as I'm laying there crying. Oh. And she's just like, and the words of it, you know, for yeah. everything you've been through, there's nothing that I wouldn't do for you. And um, wow. it says, um, you're a warrior. A warrior fits you so much better because you've been fighting. And it just... It just made it okay. Like, my kids see me. Yeah. You know, they see me. They know that I love them, and they never gave up on me. And for her to... And my daughter, my oldest daughter is a real hard ass. Like, she's not super sentimental or <laughs> any of that kind of stuff, you know. But for her to, like, find that song and come and play it for me in that moment, yeah, it was really beautiful and really touching to me. So, yeah. This was recently. This was recently. This was actually in um, December. Wow. In December. How was your Mother's Day? My Mother's Day was beautiful. Yeah? What happened? Yeah, what they the do? the kids got up with, along with my husband, attempted to cook breakfast for me. <laughs> attempted is the key word. Attempted. <laughs> I, had to, I had to go and save it because it was going to be a situation. But, um, yeah, it was awesome. And we just were together. And my kids were all there. This was the first time in years that I've had all my children with me for Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, it was really nice. We didn't do much. We just were together. Was there anything that your mom, any advice that she gave you when you first had, when your first daughter was born that now as they're growing about ready to, you know, leave for college or whatever it is that they're going to do, is there any words of advice that she gave you that you're like, yeah, I get it now? No. Um, my mom actually, she passed two months after my oldest daughter was born. Oh, man. And that was the thing she, she my oldest daughter is named after her. Um, but besides, because be, because of my heart, nobody expected, I wasn't supposed to be able to have children. The doctors, everybody. Oh, that's right. The right. surgery yeah, when you were uh-huh. 13. I wasn't, you know, they ruled that out. You're not going to be able to have kids. So she never really prepared me that much for motherhood mm-hmm. um but what i can say is she appeared, prepared me for adulthood mm-hmm. like you know cooking and cleaning she would say um facing like, your responsibilities facing and- your responsibilities and, and one of the main things is that when people tell you who they are believe them mm-hmm. you know when mm-hmm. people are talking and they're going on and trying to listen to what they're saying to you mm-hmm. believe who they are don't just take it as a grain of salt you know, if you watch the news, <laughs> if you watch the news Please. and you hear some of the speeches and the things that people say, listen to what they're saying. This is who they are. Believe them. Yeah. You know, we yeah. try to, oh, it may not be. Believe what they're saying to you. It's listen, real. And you can't believe unless you listen. Mm-hmm. Believing comes from listening. Yeah. yeah. If they talk long enough, they're going to tell you who they are. It's, Anybody. It's <laughs> profound, but it's so <laughs> difficult. Even, you know, as we, you know, many, I talk to myself, yes, a lot of times I want to believe what I want to hear. Yes. Yeah. I totally get thing. that. That's a great lesson. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. But she, she, my mom was, I don't know, she just always was a go getter and she made, she put that in me. Mm-hmm. You know, she never let me sit around and feel sorry for myself because of my heart condition or, 
because I'm black, because anything. No, you're going to get up. You can do this. You can have this. Even just taking us out to those different restaurants, you know, yeah. she was always like, no, you can have it too. Do you do that with your kids? Yeah. Yeah. I do. I try, but they're so goddamn. They're like. <laughs> <laughs> they're real Chicago. Like, they don't like to try different foods. Like we and like stuff pizza like and hot that. dogs. Yeah, they don't yeah. like to try a lot of My parents things. are the same way. I mean, my dad lives in Florida, my mom's in Syracuse, but both of them I had out here on different occasions. I'm like, do you guys want to try some sushi? And yeah, it was like their it. faces twisted up. Wouldn't do it. I mean, I'm weird about food too. Like, I won't. You know, venture that much out, but I will go to different restaurants and find something find on something. that That's menu right. yeah. that can make me happy. Yeah. You know, I won't yeah. not go because yeah, yeah that's. Uh, I wish I'd thought of that at the time. There might be something there you like yeah. instead of flat out back to Sizzler. <laughs> we'll go to Sizzler. Sizzler. <laughs> I love Sizzler. My fave. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I know where all of them the are. Cheese the bread. Oh my gosh. Oh yes. Forget about it. Mm-hmm. My mom used to work at Sizzler. She tried to make that bread for us. It did not turn out good. She tried to like... <laughs> Next year at this time, I'll be getting ready for my senior discount at Sizzler. Wow. How do we get in this direction? I just yeah. took a... T- I just that. made the U-turn. You, you did okay. that. You should brag, though. My mom does that, and I think it's adorable. About? Or her senior discount. She's like, I get a discount here. Like, that's oh, great. Oh, trust and believe. <laughs> yeah. My, my housing cost, everything is going to go down just a few pennies. Yeah, yeah. that is so great. I love these songs, Monique. I'm so glad you share it. We're going to take Wonderful. a brain break and let David kind of take over with a game that we like to call Band Name or Bar Name. That's okay. right. This is the exclusive radio game show that Maggie and I and y Shuffle bring to all of our listeners every week and invite our guests to play along with Maggie in determining what I'm holding in my hand from the great state of Michigan which is the name of the bar and which is the name of the local band? So I'm going to go ahead and give you a scenario. And you're going to have to think really hard based on what you know about the names of bars and the wacky names the bands have. And they're both interchangeable from time to time. And try to guess your best. If you were in Michigan, maybe near Ann Arbor or Michigan City, and I happen to say, hey, Maggie and Monique, you guys want to go to Trilogy? You know, just get a little hors d'oeuvre or something because knuckleheads are playing at Trilogy tonight. Knuckleheads? <laughs> or should I really say, hey, you guys want to go to Knuckleheads? Trilogy's playing tonight. Wow. They're awesome. Tough. Which one is the dumbest game in the world? I love this game. What would you want? That's yeah, what's like... so great about it. <laughs> I'm like it. Yeah. People feel bad for me. <laughs> Are we going to go to Knucklehead and hear Trilogy, or are we going to go to Trilogy and hear Knucklehead? That's my question if we're in Michigan. Wow. Okay. Do I answer this? We can answer together. Both of you got to take it. She doesn't know. I don't know. He did the research on this. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. I think that you're going to Knuckleheads to hear Trilogy. That's what I was going to say, too. That's what you think? Well, if you happen to be driving along... uh, Barker Avenue in Michigan City, stop at 204 West Barker, and you'll be at the wonderful cool bar Knucklehead. Yeah! yeah that's right. And as uh, <laughs> one of one of their uh, patrons, Ryan Whitberg, said, sit at the bar for timely drinks. It's good food and Italian beef all night long. Mm. That's Knuckleheads on Michigan's in on Barker Ave in Michigan City. So check it out if you're ever near there. On the other hand, uh, Trilogy. Uh, is a band out of Lincoln Park, Michigan, and I researched them on a website called The Knot, T-H-E-K-N-O-T, 
T.com. And um, this is what The Knot had to say about Lincoln Park. The Knot is a wedding website, just so you know. Oh, is that right? The Knot.com. Okay, because yeah. I was like searching Ooh. bands and it was yeah. flying me all over the place. That's oh, that's so interesting. The well, there's, another, there's a Y2 nugget that just kind of <laughs> came out of nowhere. <laughs> So this might then make my joke not so funny, but I'm not a stand-up <laughs> comic anyway. But what, what the nod had to say is, trilogy. We don't know trilogy variety band story by heart, but we can assure you it's pretty awesome. Message them for more information. Oh, <laughs> that was the nuts. Okay, yes, thank good. you. Then I thank thought you, the nuts. when I was researching, I was laughing my ass off. No, that is very <laughs> funny. Now that we've finished the game, and both of you are winners, um, <laughs> and we invite anybody that might want to sponsor this particular game to go ahead and get us at ytuneshuffle at, at gmail dot com um, to go ahead and do that. But Monique, your job now is to take the show next week anywhere in the world, any place, so that I can research the name of a local band and the name of a local bar. And next week's guest is going to play the game. Okay. Anywhere. Um, Anywhere you want. Okay. Let's do Chicago, Illinois. Huh? Why not? Yeah. Sweet home. Chicago. Sweet home, Illinois. Yeah. yeah. There you go. We're going to go to Chicago, Illinois. Yes. The Windy City. The Windy City. All right. Tune in next week and find out where a good bar is and a wacky band name might be. Let's do it. All right. Thinking very hard, Monique, as we kind of wrap up the show here, we would love to <laughs> hear the experience, the memory of your very first concert. My very first concert was The Boys. The Boys. The yes. Boys. Down my heart. Uh-huh. The Boys. Um, and it was at Magic Mountain. What? Yes, it was at Magic Mountain. Um, my god sister Darnella and her boyfriend at the time took me, and it was amazing. And I just remember being little. I was like, maybe eight years old, uh -huh. and they were out there, and they were doing their little eight-year-old boy dances. And to this day, they are still on my <laughs> Spotify playlist. You know, when that song comes on, if I have somebody else in the car, I'm like, get him out. Turn it up. Yeah, Shh, you know, talking. it sounds like a weirdo with these little boys singing like the chipmunks or something, but oh my I God, loved so cute. that group. Oh, and you still yeah. do. I do. I do. It <laughs> takes me there. It takes yeah. me. I, I go with my child sometimes. That inner child. You have to hug her sometimes. You do. You yeah. know, just embrace her. Remember her. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> and I think you shared the story of your last concert, which was? Alicia Keys. Yeah. No, I take that back. That was not my last concert. My last concert was Charlie Wilson. Charlie Wilson? Yes. And Keith Sweat. I was driving home from work. I had <laughs> been running all that week. I said, today I'm going to go home and I'm going to relax. I get a phone call. Monique, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm going home from work. I'm going to relax. Hey, my friend just flaked on me. I got this Charlie Wilson ticket. Can you drive to L.A.? You have Charlie Wilson tickets? Mm. <laughs> wow. Yes. So I drove to L.A. and saw Charlie Wilson and Keith Sweat. Now, that was really good. Yeah? Because, yeah, it was old school and the feel. It wasn't a bunch of yelling and screaming and young kids. Mm-hmm. Like, you can actually get in the middle of the dance floor and, like, step and dance. And yeah. That was a cool concert. And Charlie Wilson really puts on a show. Okay. Hmm. He does. He puts on a show. For his old ass, he puts on a show. <laughs> <laughs> Careful. There's an old ass in the room There's right now. No. <laughs> Hardly. You can't brag about your discount yet. Oh, God love yeah. you. <laughs> Monique, thank you so much for being on the Woo! show. This has been so great. We've been trying to book this for months and months. Yeah. yeah. I'm so glad it happened. Finally. Me too. It yeah. was great. 
This um, is um this is a part of the show where we you 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 it's you you take over. How do we keep up with you? How do we come see shows? Um, social media plug away. Go July fourteenth actually, and um, it's called Oasis Women's Recovery Community. Is going to be a comedy show. I will be in it. Um, it's being hosted by Karen Rontowski. She's a really great comedian. And we have a host of great comedians. This is a very, very, very special event. It's in Silmar. If you want information, you can go to um, the website of Oasis Women's Recovery at .com and find it. Um, it's on Polk Street in Silmar. It starts at 7 o'clock. It's $15 to get in, and it goes to a great cause. It's keeping a women's home yeah. open, a home for women. Um, the director has been doing this for 26 years now, and she saved thousands of lives. Wow. Beautiful place. Yes. And there'll be it's food and music food and, and comedy. Food and music and people and, and great fun. It's Raffles. Mm-hmm. The spirit of it is amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. What this woman does you can't buy it and it's non-profit and when i say non-profit everything that comes into that house goes back into that house mm-hmm. you know we do the comedy shows car washes catering carl's jr helps sponsor selling books and it's it's just an amazing thing to be a part of you and so, chad ought to try to go yes it's july a great 14th comedy night that's right first saw okay yeah it's a July 14th. And, mm-hmm. and comedians, they come out and volunteer their time for this. Of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. They come out, they volunteer their time to, to help this mm-hmm. this cause. And this is a biggie this yeah. year. You got a website or anything like that? Oasis Women's Recovery. Is that um, what, what about, about you? About like, you yeah, yeah. If, we, if you do more than just that show. Yeah, I'm just I'm on Facebook, Monique Wyatt. Monique okay. Wyatt, yeah. W-Y-A-T-T. W-Y-A-T-T. If you're looking for a book, and please book Monique Wyatt. Yes. And you guys should talk about getting on the Wednesday night show. Yeah. Oh, you, you should come feature for me sometime. Challenge money. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, oh. I'm down. so great. Yeah. All right. Monique Wyatt, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> David Earl Waterman, thank you again for being the best co-host ever. Oh, yes. Maggie. And if you haven't already, please like, share, and subscribe to our channel on any of the platforms on iTunes, iHeartRadio app, or on Podbean. Give us a like at Shuffle. Thanks for listening. Yeah.